Welcome back to the trade. I'm Gina Beck. This is Drew Williams. Thank you for listening, liking, commenting, and subscribing. We appreciate y'all, especially the reviews on Apple Podcasts. It really means a lot. Yeah, and like always, thank you guys for the continued support, the continued engagement, and the hashtag Banana Cats. It really means a lot. How are you, Drew? I'm all right, G. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm back from Texas. I got a lot of work done. I've been editing like crazy, trying to get a bunch of stuff done for everybody. Finally done. Can relax a little bit. And here we are. I was scrolling through Instagram, and this is kind of like an emergency podcast because we wanted to talk about this before it's too late. I was just scrolling through Instagram and all of these news outlets are talking about Kyle Massey right now. Now, if you guys grew up on the Disney Channel or your kids have, you've got to know about Kyle Massey. He was a part of That's So Raven and then they had a spinoff of That's So Raven and he had Corey in the house. And I mean, you might have seen him in some things here and there or in TMZ or commenting somewhere on TikTok. Well, this caught my eye because it has to do in the realm of things that we always talk about. And the headline is Kyle Massey is facing felony charge for allegedly sending, you know, wild content to a 13-year-old girl. Now, what this says is the star who had played Corey Baxter on That's So Raven has been fighting a case since 2019. It looks like he's now facing a felony charge for it. They've reported before that Kyle was being sued by a 13-year-old girl back in 2019 who alleged she received very explicit video and photos from him. And according to TMZ, Kyle has been charged with one felony count of communication with a minor for immoral purposes in relation to the lawsuit. Now, it says, if you'll recall, the young girl filed a lawsuit against Kyle for $1.5 million for allegedly sending numerous explicit text messages on Snapchat, and he has denied the allegations. Now, this is something that we've said plenty of times before. It could be anybody, especially these people with platforms, and especially using these apps like Snapchat where they think it can just disappear. Now, it, nothing disappears, especially on Snapchat. You think it's just gone? It's not gone. Like, people, your stuff can be found. Everything And can, another thing, much. yeah. And you were mentioning in an article, he knew this girl since she was four years old, you had said? Yeah, they said that uh, he, it was like a childhood family friend type of deal and had known her since she was four. There wasn't really much detail about it other than that, but... It started pretty early on, which makes it a little darker knowing that it's not just a fan. You know what I mean? It's like someone close to within his own personal circle. It's pretty. Exactly. And imagine someone allegedly contacted your 13-year-old and had known her since she was four years old. What would you say or do or want to happen? He's been... Like, he didn't go to jail or anything. This has been going on since 2019, right? So, that would hurt. Nothing being done. Yeah, it seems like the... I'd have to dig more into it, just because we did this little last minute. But uh, it sounds like it almost might be like a civil case. It's not even like a criminal case. But I guess I guess with the title with the felony charge, I guess not. I don't know. Maybe it took that long for them to actually put a real case together. 
it does take time. Everything is such a process. Yeah. Well, they but, I mean, to- come on. It doesn't have to be a process. If you really think about it, they could go and take all of his devices and just figure it out. I feel like it doesn't have to take years. That's like a month, months to weeks. Unless you know how fast they can just they can download your device and see everything you've been doing so fast. Oh, I agree with you on that. But maybe maybe there is. And this is just me throwing allegations that don't have any real merit. But maybe (laughs) maybe there's more people involved. Maybe there's more victims. Maybe it took them longer to build everything to bring it to the felony charge, you know. Um, Right. Because generally these guys aren't an isolated case and he's been. I would guess there's probably more victims. It's just frustrating. I want to talk about one other thing before we end this. Now this, I was just scrolling through uh, some of the news sources that I like to get our information from. And this just had a headline that kind of caught my eye. This came up six days ago. Jersey Shore man forced girl who's, you know, 14 to carve initials his initials on her chest and like 14 years old i mean any any age would be insane but imagine being asked to do that at that age or any age but especially that young and she went through with it says a jersey shore man who convinced the 14-year-old girl, he met online to carve his initials on her chest, specifically above her breast, specifically with a razor blade, threatened to hurt her even, and her family, if she didn't meet the requirements and demands. An indictment returned Wednesday by state grand jury alleges Jason Berry, 40 years old, he lives in Keensburg. Demanded that the girl photograph herself engaging in uh, I can't even say this. Like just you guys know what I'm talking about. Then sent some of the images to her mother. The indictment returned in Trenton charges. He also sent the girl very explicit photos of himself, also. Uh, the case demonstrates how powerful online weirdos can be, although they may be hundreds of miles away by using threats and manipulation to assault their victims, both mentally and physically. New Jersey State Police said Barry met the out-of-state girl on social media. She thought he was another teenager seeking a friend, so he catfished her if she thought he was a teenager. However, his friendly advances quickly turned into intimidation and extortion, the attorney general said. Barry Barry was arrested on June 18th as part of Operation Screen Capture, a massive investigation that the attorney general said was launched in response to a dramatic increase in reports of potential threats to children from online weirdos, especially during the pandemic. 21 defendants all were charged with weirdo behavior against children and possession and or distribution of images and videos of you know who. Barry, who has remained held in Mammoth County Jail pending trial, was indicted on several charges, including 
manufacturing child, you know, abuse material, aggravated. Ugh, this is just so bad. So much bad stuff here. This case strictly illustrates the dangers of social media and the need for parents to warn their children about these dangers. Anybody can be behind the screen. Absolutely. It reminds and... me of a... Do you remember that case of the really young girl that ended up taking her own life because the guy was extorting explicit images from her and threatening to send them to her parents and stuff like that? That was that was a big Dang. case, I think, three or four years ago. Dang. That's a, just a more... I don't know, it's sad to bring up something like that, but they... Uh, I don't know. 40-year-old man doing making a girl like that that's gonna have such a long-lasting impression on her it's just i don't know it's just, just like, being it's... able to like trust anyone again at all is gonna be hard online or offline yeah and like how we always talk but about it, it happens it happens every day well that ripple effect i mean you got to think i mean obviously the young girl is going to be heavily hurt, but then the parents and, you know, all her loved ones and maybe even her close friends, you know, like that, uh, that ripple effect is real. And it's, uh, something people don't talk about often. Yeah. If you're listening this far, please comment, please give this video a like, if you can, it really helps us out. And we really appreciate you guys listening and just, just, Pass on the information. People don't have to listen to this whole podcast, but if you're listening and you pass on this information, you're helping somebody. You're helping someone who doesn't normally check their kids' devices. You're helping grandparents who don't really know about apps. You're helping so many people and just by having a conversation because they're going to pass it on to someone and they're going to pass it on to someone, etc. And there's ways to teach your children without being so explicit we try our best not to be so explicit, and we know you can too. And if you don't feel comfortable talking about these things with your children, show them these news articles that we're talking about. They're always in the description below, or you can research them yourselves, or you can reach out and we can show you even more. Sometimes just having your kid read a real-life news story, something that, that you don't have to explain and is, like, proof and more believable. You know, remember when you were a kid and parents would tell you things it's kind of like you don't believe it until you see it so you're still kind of doing things without them knowing and you guys have been there so you got to put your mind state to where your kids' mind state is and think how you would want to learn if you were the or you know how you would be wanting to learn if you were their age you wouldn't want to be nagged by your parents telling you don't do this don't do that because you would go do it right show them real life stories without you having to explain and I think that will make a better impact. They don't have to sit in front of a TV and watch a news. And you don't have to force them to read the news stories. Just let it happen organically and maybe talk to them and be like surprised about it. Like, oh my gosh, look what happened. If you're surprised, they'll be interested. Well said, G. Thank you for listening, guys. I love y'all. Banana cats. Banana cats. Much love. Peace.